All right, and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast, and as always, and with an upgraded microphone, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Four Eyes. All right, well, let's go ahead and start with our new game announcements and updates. There, Sasquatch. I muted my PC, so one moment. Okay, what'd you say? You're up. Let's get it going. Ah, okay. Supermassive Games has released a new trailer for the final part of the Dark Pictures Dark Pictures Anthology Season One for The Devil in Me. Uh, rather than just a quick little trailer that was released at the end of the prior game, um, House of Ashes, it's a full-on hotel of horror. Um, there is a serial killer, not really on the loose. He's in the hotel, but it's very Saw-like with traps set up to kill the film crew who are traversing it, trying to get their story and then trying to escape alive. Returning will be online co-op and the up to five player couch co-op. Um, it will be releasing uh, in fall of 2023 across PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Xbox Series XS. And unlike the previous three games in this series, it will be $40, uh, $10 increase over the prior $30 for the previous games. But they are generally really good and really campy if you like horror stuff. Uh, Nacon has announced a Robocop Rogue City game that is coming to PC and consoles June of 2023. Um, there is a gameplay reveal trailer out for it. Uh, it looks RoboCopy. Um, this is based on the 1987 film. So, yeah, this uh, debuted during Nagon's Connect event a few weeks uh, ago. Um, it is being developed by Taeon and published by Nacon. So if you want to play a game as a robot cop, uh, RoboCop in Rogue City, uh, Detroit, go ahead and check out that trailer. Blizzard has announced that their MOBA Heroes of the Storm is officially entering maintenance mode. Um, there will be seasonal content balance bug fix patches, uh, but there will be there's no plans for any new content to be added to the game. Um, so, yeah, the game's pretty much been in a pseudo maintenance mode since about 2018 when the last actual content was released for it but it is now officially in maintenance mode and no new content is on the way. Maiden Abyss Binary Star Falling Into Darkness is a new adventure RPG on the way based on the manga and the anime of the same name, Maiden Abyss, not necessarily Binary Star Falling Into Darkness. Um. There is a new trailer released for it as well, showcasing two main characters, one completely customizable to your liking in a completely original story, and the other following the story of the anime and manga themselves. Um, so if uh, you're if you enjoyed the manga or the anime series. Made in Abyss Binary Star Falling Into Darkness will be available September 2nd on PlayStation 4, Switch, and PC.
other games in the pipeline and being created. Um, they've been developing three games since 2016, along um, with one being Sekiro and Elden Ring. So there is still one more on the way that we do not have news of. But this slight rebranding of the website could be a new Armored Core on the way. Um, Woo-woo! Sixth entry into the series. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we'll Mega see uh, what's going on with it because uh, they did say they would be announcing a new game soon. The one that was in final stages of development. I need Reese. a new armor core. <laughs> Respawn Entertainment is hiring for a single player FPS in the Apex Legends universe, which, you know, Apex Legends is in the Apex universe itself, which was a single player game. <laughs> Um, you know, the Titanfall universe. Um, this is a new single player adventure in development at the studio. So um, hopefully this would be a Titanfall three. The first two were fantastic. Um, we can always hope for a Titanfall three. Well, shit in one hand and hope in the other. See which fills up first. How's that going with Armored Core for you, buddy? Good, apparently. <laughs> um, a few days ago was the 35th anniversary of the Metal Gear series, and as a celebration, Konami undelisted the a few classic games that they had delisted from the internet from being able to purchase. Um, so it's lurking. It's looking to relaunch a few of these titles. There were some real licensing issues due to the use of. Um, actual documentary footage in a few games and they were looking to renew those pieces of footage to not have to modify the games in any way and keep them in their original capacity which is the only decent thing konami has done with the metal gear franchise in i don't know four years five years since they fired uh hideo kojima that, they, they lost pretty much everything there but uh, yeah, so the original Metal Gear seems to be on its way back as long as well as Metal Gear 2. So, yeah, if you're looking to replay those classic games, they should be up soon. Game from I Am 8-Bit Studio, or the game Stray, which launched Tuesday, will be getting a physical edition in September for people who are enamored with the cat adventure meowing simulator also special online retailer i am 8-bit uh will have a special physical version you can purchase from their website um pre-orders will be opening up this week so yeah if you're enjoying the game and you really want to kind of like a special collector's edition of stray uh it comes with a poster a few like postcards a fancy looking game case and a little Cat patch. What were you saying, Doc? I've been loving it. It's really fun. It's super cute, too. Platinum Games has revealed a release date for Bayonetta 3, as well as a few new additions to the game. Um, it will launch on Nintendo Switch on October 28th, and pre-orders for the game are up now via the Nintendo eShop. Um, there will also be a tiny masquerade edition of the game, uh, which will be like a 
which is their special collector's edition, which will have a 200 page art book and three reversible game cases. Um, so, yeah, that'll be neat. Uh, Platinum Games also announced they do kind of have a censored mode where rather than the her hair warping around her as she transforms and everything, it just stays solid. So there's less nudity. As you know, you slice and shoot angels and demons up with your guns and heal guns and swords and whatnot because you need censorship in that game. Um, we got Stray, which we previously talked about, Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, and a few more titles coming to PlayStation Plus Extra and Premium Players this month. Specifically, Marvel's Avengers Saint Row 4, Assassin's Creed Unity, and Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yep, those. Um, the Lollipop Chainsaw Remake that is on the way will apparently be as close as possible to a remaster. Um, however, it was announced that James Gunn and Suda51, or is it Grasshopper? Well, James Gunn will not have an actual part of the game. Um, he was too busy to to work on it with them. Um, yeah, Suda51 and James Gunn will not be part of the really uh popular songs at the time and music music copywriting and rights can be kind of weird and iffy in video games so yeah they're hoping to keep it as close to the original as possible while changing absolutely the minimum and what they need to based on what they can get renewed licensing wise and what they can't There is a new survival horror game on the way called The Grey Hill Incident. Um, imagine it's a first person survival horror game set in Roswell in the early interested the 50s, 60s, uh, where you're surviving the greys, aliens on the way in your little town. This is from developer Refugium Games. Um, they did release a trailer earlier this month. It's set in 1992 in the town of Grey Hill. Um, hmm. which is, you know, being tormented by alien occurrences. This, this is so, um, yeah. on Steam? Pre-order? Uh, you or like, will, can I, is there, where, where can I check this it out? It will be on PC via Steam. No, uh, no PlayStation? It is only pegged for release uh, on PC currently. What was it called one more time? I'm going to see if I can find it on if there's a like anything on Steam to put on a wish list so I don't forget. Gray Hill Incident. It is already on here. Excellent. Yeah, you take uh, you take control of Ryan Baker, a member of the town who for some reason takes it upon himself to complete tasks uh, at night with a baseball bat and revolver. Um, you will be looking to be avoiding the greys or if you need to fight them with your bat and revolver. Um, and you'll be trying to help out other people of Grey Hill because that's the smart thing to do. Wishlisted and followed. The trailer looks pretty cool for it. 
uh, both of them have. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Um, EA and developer Full Circle have confirmed that Skate is on the way with a new game. Um, it's not Skate 4. It is Skate with a period, and it will be free to play. Um, it will have it'll be a free to play live service game with cross play and cross progression um, when it launches on PC, PlayStation and Xbox platforms. Um, this is a new direction for it, considering the prior three versions of the franchise that the prior three games have been a one time purchase with a few microtransactions. So as a free to play live service title, I'm sure we'll see plenty of microtransactions and while full circle promise there will not be any pay to win it's ea digital extremes at tenocon this past week announced a brand new game coming from them uh to be released alongside warframe which will continue to run it is called soul frame so it's a fantasy mmo um, there was a CGI trailer released, which doesn't really explain much, but uh, yeah, they have a new game on the way. A fantasy MMO. Looking forward to it. Uh, Warframe is an insane game, so it's they've never just done anything to counter the bloat in the game. So like their new player experience is just awful. I mean, when I started, the new player experience was awful. Like, it's never had a good new player experience unless you, like, have friends to show you around. Uh, but once once you actually get into it... Like, for the first two years, the new player experience was great. And then there just became too much varied stuff to do. You spend time doing stuff that's pointless and a waste of time anymore. It's just a bad experience for new players. And, like, even returning players who take a hiatus sometimes. Oh, yeah. I tried to go back to it after, you know, I, I put 1,300 hours into it and then took a two-year break. I come back and I, like, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. Like, I, I left at, able to solo, like, ridiculous stuff. Like, I was very well equipped and uh, I come back and, like, I can't even do damage. <laughs> so. Hopefully they, they include more how to play the game and how things work material and soul or soul frame. Well, it'll be easier to get into since it'll be brand new and not as much bloat. So yeah, it seems to be like the direction they're going with an actual open world MMO based on the last few expansions with the large open world areas rather than the instanced runs. So which the, the little open world areas have, have been hit or miss as it was a learning experience for them. So we'll see how it goes. Um, Bioware in a blog in a blog post on the 18th announced that Charles Boyd, the 16-year veteran and creative director of Star Wars: The Old Republic, would be departing the studio. The studio, however, they did emphasize that they are recommitting to Star Wars: The Old Republic uh, for new content and seasonal updates as well. And they're also committing that they are still working on Dragon Age Four and Mass Effect Five. Um, there is they did in a in the blog post leave a quote from Gary McKay, who is the Bioware general manager. Um, it's always sad to see someone you appreciate go, but I wish Charles all the best in his next adventure. 
He leaves uh, Sotor in excellent hands with an incredible team that will carry forward our vision for the game. We are committed to Sotor's future as we continue to work on the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect. Ah, uh, Sotor, the MMO that's really just an MMO over top of Bioware RPG. It's still fantastic. And there is a new fishing game on the way, Call of the Wild, the Angler. Um, it will be coming to PC first in August um, from the developers of the Call of the Wild game. Um, who also just have a new game on the way called Call of the Wild, based in the Pacific Northwest for hunting. Um, but yeah, the Call of the Wild, the Angler, is on the way. Um, it'll be released August 31st, 2022 on PC, on Steam, Epic Game Store, and the Microsoft Store as well. Um, in the reveal trailer, they showed a launch trap, uh, a launch map. Um, the game takes place in Northwest Wyoming on the Golden Ridge Reserve. Um, which isn't a real place in Wyoming, but it's just inspired by Wyoming either way. So, yeah, there is co-op. It's a co-op angling game. So if that's something you want to do and relax with and don't actually want to go outside, if you're like me and live in Texas where it's 105, it's there for you. Um, monetization will probably be like their previous games where uh, there's a ton of cheaper microtransactions you can purchase, be it new game to hunt, new guns, new camouflage you can make your person wear so others can see, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the game will launch for $30 at launch. So yeah, if you're looking for a new fishing game, there you go. Hello Games has released the 20th free update for No Man's Sky called Endurance. Um, it is a complete overhaul and update on how players build and command their freighters and fleets. Uh, previously, your freighters and fleets were just kind of a thing you did with a space base on them that you couldn't do much on. But now you can build you can build entire uh, food production facilities, space mining rigs, et cetera, et cetera. So you can have a flying fortress you can take from planet to planet with you. Um, it's also allowing you to spacewalk on exterior walkways on their ship. Um, you'll be able to there will also be denser and more varied asteroid fields that you can be going through. So, yeah. Uh, Hello Games continues this weird at this point. I'm I'm, I can only say psychotic, (laughs) the the psychotic support for No Man's Sky. Um, I still don't know how they make money. Ubisoft has canceled four upcoming games. Um. Yeah, Ghost Recon Frontline, which was their Ghost Recon Battle Royale, which just isn't a Ghost Recon game. Um, It was announced a year ago, but it has already been canceled. Um, After a few betas, not enough support, not enough interest. They didn't see enough money being made from the pre-to-play title. Um, Splinter Cell VR has also been canceled. Um, It was going to be for the Meta Quest as well as an Assassin's Creed spinoff has been canceled. So, yeah. Um, However, the original Splinter Cell remake is still in development, as well as the Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. So. Uh, And the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake uh, has been canceled as well. 
And finally, we got a new Dragon Ball The Breakers trailer, which also gave us a release date, as well as giving us our final bad guy the solo player can play as. Um, the final baddie will be Lord Frieza. So you will be able to play 1v, I believe it's 8. So yeah, 1v8 as either uh, Cell, Frieza, or Majin Buu. And they also showed a few new little tidbits where the normal civilians can gain special power-ups that give them temporary abilities of heroes such as Goku. You could see uh, a random spiky-haired citizen player getting a Kamehameha. So, yeah. The game will be launching on October 14th for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. There is also a closed network test taking place the weekend of August 6th and 7th, which you can register for on their official site. That is everything I have. Um, I had a couple extra things. Um, we had a couple more leaks for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, it's their leaks, but they're reportedly from pretty um, reputable leaks leakers. Um, and apparently there's two classic features that are going to be removed from these versions, um, namely fishing as well as using a bicycle. Uh, will be cut from this iteration. Getting rid of the bike. Yeah, it seems like a straight getting rid of fishing too. Seems like a really yeah. strange move, but like that's been there since day one. Yeah, How else did you get a magic card? Yeah, I yeah, I don't I I have no uh, I've got no answers for you. How do you have the fishing contest? I uh, yeah, I don't know. What are they replacing it with? It it open doesn't world. say just just that they're yeah, it is supposed to be a little more open worldy like uh Arceus. Oh, it was a it was it was confirmed it's full open world now. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's oh, open wow. world, so it's um there's going to be changes but like like you can still have a bicycle and fishing. That makes it, even it, less I, sense. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you you'd be able to incorporate them even better in an open world environment. I would think because maybe you're not an adolescent anymore and you have a car. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, there is a possibility that like now you now mind you, it just says that the bicycle's being removed, not like quick mode of transport so it could yeah. just be like you said it could be an electric scooter like you know or you could get like a ponytail and ride it around like a horse yeah well that's how the go games are so i have pokemon um uh, i have let's go pikachu um and that's how it is you don't you don't get um a bicycle instead any pokemon that are large enough that are in your party you get one that follows behind you and if you choose the one that follows behind you as one that's that's large enough then you can ride it and different pokemon have different speeds too well, Arceus had a Ar Ar Arceus. Uh, you could ride around. Um, oh God, I forget what his, its name is. It looks like a fucking reindeer. 
So, so Stanley, like you can ride around. Yeah, you can ride around Pokemon and Arceus that's, in various means and fashions. So, so that's probably what it is. I'm guessing that that the bicycle is going to be replaced with riding Pokemon, like in Let's Go. But I I have no answers for fishing. I don't know why they would get rid of rid of fishing or what they would be replacing it with. They're still going to have an in, an in game bike shop, and it's still going to cost more. Money than you can carry, but there's going to be no voucher, and since yeah. you're a good guy, you can't steal it. <laughs> That's just the reason they, you can't get one. Slight. <laughs> yeah. Again, that's. I mean, that's really. Let's go. I guess really that article. I, I don't think they're considering let's go because let's go removed that feature too and and replaced it with writing Pokemon. So, but the, the fishing that's that's disturbing. But we'll just have to see what happens. Um, in Star Ocean news, the new Star Ocean game, The Divine Force, um, is introducing the stop mode. Uh, in stop mode, you can freeze the screen and give instructions to your allies, change targets, or carefully, carefully plan your next move. So, it looks, and I, I've seen some videos of the new Star Ocean, it looks like it's very, very Final Fantasy VII Remake-esque in its gameplay, and that has me super excited. And this just kind of confounds that, right? Because this is kind of like the system we have in Final Fantasy VII, where if you stop, then it just kind of... Pa- it's not a stop, it's everything It's super-duper slow-mo, but it's the same basic principle. So I'm super stoked for this. I'm a huge Star Ocean fan. I'm very excited for the Divine Force to uh, come out soon. Um, so let's move into our legal debacles and controversies. What you got for us this week, Sasquatch? Uh, let me find them because I opened them up in a different order. Ah, here we go. Sony will be removing all movies from Studio Canal from their store, including videos purchased from users. And um, if you've purchased them before, you will no longer ever have access to them on their platforms again. Rip. Um, Here is their release. Uh, As of August 31st, 2022, due to our evolving licensee agreements with content providers, you will no longer be able to view your previously purchased Studio Canal content, and it will be removed from your video library. Um, These are movies such as John Wick, Hunger Games, Saw, Django Unchained. Um, Yeah, so what was it last year? Sony announced they'd be shutting down the movie section of their storefront. And uh, that recur in August of this year. However, Sony just now stated that you will no longer have access to these movies. Um, and there seems to be nothing to reimburse you on the way for your purchased content that you will no longer have access to from Sony. So Speaking this is con- this has yes. always been. A writ. So I thought something like this would happen. This is what I tried to tell people because I still collect a lot of physical copies of stuff. Um, and one thing I tell people is like, when you buy things digitally, you don't actually buy them. Um, you're technically like leasing them for a really long time. Like they can yank the the carpet out from under you at any time. This isn't just Sony's movies. This is what's happening with Sony's movies. But if you bought games in the PSN store, if you bought paid $60 for a day one release, bought a game on PSN, on Steam, on, on any digital platform, 
technically that can that carpet can get yanked out from under you. Um, that that's just digital sales. That's that's the world of digital sales that we live in, um, and that's one reason why physical copies can can be a benefit because like we've seen doc with with the digimon game you they might make it to where there's no updates available um you can't download patches but you still have the game you can still play the base game even if it's not the same as the newest patched version you you still get the core game um and admittedly like that's never gonna happen to any of us right i'm just saying it could like and obviously we're seeing a circumstance where that, you know, this is an area where that can happen um, and is happening. So just be aware that when you buy things digitally, you're not actually purchasing it. Um, you're technically indefinitely leasing it. If you're Steam in there, but they've, they're really good about games being games remaining available to and, people who have purchased it there's there hasn't been a case outside of the developer violating like international law based on depicting violence on minors I, <laughs> any sort where I, games I, haven't been taken from players but they've been reimbursed I, um and i understand and i acknowledge that and i'm I, i'm i'm gonna tell you almost 100 likely won't happen but it technically can if you read the fine print in the terms and conditions on games you buy it can happen and i just think it's important for people to be aware of that even if if you know in a platform like steam it's not going to happen but that should say something too if you're going to buy games digitally digitally steam psn or the xbox game store is where that's one of the reasons you should use one of these reputable stores because no they're probably not going to do that you know 99.99 percent chance they won't but they can and other places you might buy it that 99.99% might be 98% and that can make a difference and speaking of that ubisoft has announced when they announced that they were pulling online services for various older games um assassin's creed liberation was one of those, and it has been delisted from Steam, stating that the game will be inaccessible later this year. Um, so if you have it, great. If not, well, they're pull Ubisoft is pulling it from their online storefront as well. So if you purchase it on their storefront, you no longer will have access to it later this fall as well. Nintendo issued a Switch heat warning in the wake of the heat waves hitting the country and the UK over the last couple of weeks, uh, they just want you to monitor your switches heat and don't let it overheat. Um, so yeah, if the console gets too hot it apparently will just go into sleep mode. So yeah, you're good. Just monitor it like you should any electronic device. Yeah. Do that to all of your electronics in this heat. Um, Nintendo Japan officially recognizes gay marriage and has made a pledge for diversity. Uh, so, yeah, the corporate social responsibility um, of Nintendo, which is similar to the environmental social governance, um, confirmed that Nintendo of Japan now recognizes same sex marriage. So, yeah. 
they introduced the partnership system in March 2021 as one initiative based on this philosophy, they stated. Although same-sex marriages are not currently recognized under Japanese law, the system ensures employees who are in domestic partnership with a same-sex partner have the same benefits as employees in an opposite-sex marriage. We have also established that a common-law marriage between couples will be observed in the same way as a legal marriage. So it's just a huge, sweeping, broad change across their policies for insurances, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, gay, straight, common-law marriage, whatever. It's a good change. And that's all I got. Wait. Oh, did I, did I space that out? Because I saw on here you posted something about Jagex acquiring a... Uh, acquiring that's, uh, that's not legal debacles. Oh, pfft, I'm in the wrong tab. <laughs> well, let's jump then on into... Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's jump then into industry news with that, I guess. <laughs> Sony has announced PlayStation Stars, a loyalty program for its PlayStation players. Um, you will earn loyalty ports and rewards for playing your games. Um, yeah, this comes from the VP of Network Advertising, uh, Grace Chen. Um, she released there was a trailer released detailing it as well. Um, it will be digital goodies that you get. So I don't know probably PlayStation backgrounds, maybe special in-game avatars, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Sony has clarified that these are not NFTs, so your fungible token, your non-fungible tokens won't be funged. Well, that's good. And Jagex has made its first uh, studio purchase of organ of the studio from Oregon, the state of Oregon uh, Pipeworks. That's ex- that's really exciting because now I can send interns to Jagex, kind of. Hey, there you go. Um, there's an undisclosed amount of the purchase, and they said that this is the beginning in a new search for more acquisition partners. This is like um, this is really cool, I think, because um, Jagex it so. When I first when I first got into game design, my goal was I wanted to work for Jagex, um, and it really wasn't achievable simply because they 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 really didn't do a lot of work with with people in the U.S. I would have had to have moved to the U.K. I wasn't doing that. Um, there are a few J mods in the U.S., but it's for a development position. I would have had to have been in the U.K. Um, so then when I got into teaching. Um, and, and now I'm a professor in, in software development and I teach game development. Um, and I send my students as interns to different studios that are in the, the vicinity. Um, and I've had students who similar to me, they're here because they want, they have played RuneScape and they want to work for Jagex. And now when that rare time that, that happens, I actually have a place I can send them. And I think that's really cool. Um, Studio Pipeworks, uh, while not releasing a ton of big games, their biggest release was a game called Prominence Poker, a Texas Hold'em game. Um, But they have done various pieces of work for larger studios, such as EA on different games, given different tasks, um, as most large developers and publishers do. They'll, you know, divvy out smaller tasks to other studios. They'll outsource for talent. Um, 
Mansell of Pipeworks said that the acquisition is massive for us, and uh, or Mansell of Jagex says that the acquisition of Pipeworks is massive for them, giving his studio access to US a US talent pipeline and bringing it closer to its massive RuneScape US player population. Discord is finally getting support on a console. And it's not the console where the company's manufacturer, you know, invested, what was it, 1.6 billion in the company? It is coming to Xbox. Um, it's actually available now. Um, uh, you're able to download the app. Uh, you just need a two-way link your Discord and Xbox accounts. Um, if you've already done this, you'll have to redo the link. Um, however, you'll be able to just join a Discord chat from your Xbox console as long as you have the app. Um, there's a blog post giving you better, giving you an actual walkthrough on how to achieve this, but now it's available for everybody to use. And just just to clear the air, Sony has already they have already confirmed that it is going to come to PlayStation, just not until later in the year. And what my I just guess thought is it was funny is that Sony who donated who invested so much money in them they did not get the support first well i i think the reason because um that xbox app that's out now you can only join voice it's not the full app and you can't like stream your gameplay or anything um so this is my conjecture right now but my guess is that it's taking longer because when they release it on playstation it's going to be the the whole shebang it's going to be the actual functional discord app where you can share your stream your gameplay and go to text chat and do everything um just because it seems that's more sony's style is released a fully released product and kind of little iterations kind of sprint releases is more of microsoft's jam so it it just seems like while they're incrementally updating and sony would just wait for the full app to be released that's my conjecture Well, that's everything I have. Oh, I had a few more, few more uh, debacles articles. Oh, fire them off. Bandai Namco has had a huge data leak following a ransomware attack. Uh, they oh, just yeah. released. <laughs> they F. just released a. Uh, they just released a press statement on it. Um, Quote, after we confirm the unauthorized access, we have taken measures such as blocking access to the servers to prevent the damage from spreading. In addition, there is a possibility that customer information related to the toys and hobby business in Asian regions, excluding Japan, was included in the servers and PCs, and we are currently identifying the status about existence of leakage, scope of the damage, and investigating the cause. We will continue to investigate the cause of this incident and will disclose the investigation results as appropriate. We will also work with extended external organizations to strengthen security through the group and take measures to prevent reoccurrence. We offer our sincerest apologies to everyone involved for any complications or concerns caused by this incident. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like it's mostly for just the Asian market, you know, excluding Japan. So statewide, stateside, you're probably good. All right. Speaking of data breaches. The Neopets, they've been breached. Oh, no. 
69 million accounts are affected from this data breach. So anyone who's ever played Neopets, oh boy. What if I Yikes. haven't had access to the email associated with my... Breached. Breached. Like it, The email doesn't exist anymore. I don't even have access to it. It's breached? No, no. But yeah, this, that's uh, probably one of the larger breaches non-banking there have been. I think that's more than the... Uh, the massive, what was it, 2010 PSN breach? It's way larger than that one. Because this is probably like a kid with five Neopets accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Millions of them. So yeah, um, if you're still using information from when you were nine and playing Neopets, go change your password. <laughs> Also, um, a Californian court has thrown out the price monopoly antitrust lawsuit against Sony. So, yeah, the consumer led lawsuit alleged that SIE held full control of the prices of the titles sold via the PSN store, arguing the removal of digital game codes from high street retailers, um, which is something Sony stopped a few years ago, um, and that this gave Sony a price monopoly on their digital video games, um, forcing customers to exclusively use the PSN store and pay its respective prices. However, Judge Richard Seaborg of the Northern District of California dismissed the case this past weekend, citing there's no evidence that SIE removed digital codes from high street stores in order to acquire full control of PlayStation's digital game sales. So it was all a farce. Huh. And one final wacky bit of news. Uh, recently, a former prime minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, was assassinated um, give, while giving a speech. And uh, the Greek, various Greek media sources and a French politician identified Hideo Kojima as the assassin. That's just I, racist. <laughs> Not all Asians look like Hideo Kojima. <laughs> um, so I had a little bit of tech news, I guess tech or industry. Um, there is now an official, an officially licensed um, hard drive expansion for the PlayStation 5. So you could, of course, get <clears throat> um, expansions before, um, but none of them were technically officially licensed by Sony. Um, Western Digital has now partnered with Sony and PlayStation um, and has had the WD Black um, SN850 as officially licensed um this is the one i actually just purchased um i bought it like two days before this happened and i was like oh crap this would happen to me um but then i looked at the details and it's literally the exact same one that i bought the literal only difference is that there's a little light a little led light on it and on mine it's orange on the officially licensed one it's blue um, and the packaging has the PlayStation official license seal on it. Um, but the actual 
hardware is 100% identical. They just basically took that one, which was one of the best rated ones for a PS5 hard drive upgrade, which is why I got it. Um, they just took that one and, and had it officially licensed by Sony. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, that's uh, that was the kind of one of the one officially licensed things missing from the PS5, and that void has now been filled. You can, of course, still um, get other brands to work. They'll work just as well, as long um, as it does have the heatsink. That is important. There's a lot of... You'll see a lot of comments on Facebook and on social media about how you don't need the heatsink. You can do this trick or that trick and don't need the... Just pay the extra 60 fucking dollars and get a heat sink on it. Um, you'll thank me later. All right. I don't think we have any TV or movie news. You had something on our favorite game updates, right, Sasquatch? Uh, yes, the Astrologian and the Dragoon reworks have been delayed to the 7.0 release of Final Fantasy XIV. I didn't even know they were getting reworked. They were. I missed that somehow. Uh, Define rework. Uh, skills rebalancing, giving them more identity, uh, making okay. it so Dragoons don't just always jump off the edge of every map. <laughs> okay, so not or like... Pay, not like more ground taking. Not like totally redoing the class, just like a heavy rebalance. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, this came from Yoshi P in the live letter 71. Um, so, yeah, which they also talked a bit more about the Island Sanctuary on the way. So, hype. Uh, he also said that the next major expansion would be the best time to put out the reworks for Dragoon and Astrologians. Yeah, it makes sense. When we're talking um, about changes say, that big, especially. Yeah. Um, I quote, making extensive adjustments to a job on a fundamental level would involve numerous changes. The sheer number of changes would make it difficult to fully explain our intentions for each one. So we believe we should wait for an expansion release to make adjustments on that scale. Um, they did reassure in the live letter that both jobs will continue to receive minor adjustments as most jobs do across the smaller updates. Um, so they won't be left out in the cold. Um, but yeah, uh, rather than a larger, I think it was supposed to be five, six, when they got their large reworks, um, those will not be coming until 7.0 with the launch of the next expansion. Really hope we get more info on that this winter. Not the more info. I mean, I mean, in, I mean, uh, the first teaser is what I should say. Oh, fair. I just, I'm just waiting for Final Fantasy Animal Crossing, which I guess is also coming out in a full other game. But I guess, I guess, Final Fantasy 14 Animal Crossing. I think that's next month. All right. Well, what have you been playing this last couple of weeks there, Sasquatch? Uh, yes. <laughs> Let's see. Valorant, as I do. Um, I don't know, man. I, I started playing the latest update to the Baldur's Gate 3 Early Access. Um, the release of Bards and Gnomes. Um, so, been messing around as a bard and a barbarian since I skipped the last update as well. 
Um, I started playing Planet Side 2 again because I just like I just want a massive chaotic shooter. And they've had some cool updates in there, and they just added water combat and boats to a new continent as well. Um, Valorant, as I do. And then I pop around between MMOs still. So Sotor, ESO, etc. How about you, Doc? What have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing a lot of Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Uh, I tried out Stray last night. It's pretty great. Um, Go meow at a camera. Oh, I, I figured that like that was like the Perfect. first thing I did was meow at, the, at one of the cameras. It made me so happy. Nods in approval. Um, yeah, so I'm basically meow at everything. All You're the time. a cat. That's what you do. You meow and knock stuff over. Yep. I definitely knocked a full bucket of paint uh, through someone's ceiling. <laughs> you, uh, did, you get your head, did you get your head stuck in the bag? I did get my head stuck in a bag. Perfect. <laughs> I, I found a cozy little alcove in the library to curl up for a cat nap. The best part about those is it just like gives you a really nice view of the area. It's just like a really nice, peaceful depiction of the, the room you're in. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, when playing a bit of DNF Duel. Got that. It's very fun. Very broken, but very yeah. fun. I've pretty much been playing Digimon also, and then a little bit of RuneScape and Final Fantasy here and there. Um, but I've pretty much been binging Digimon at this point. I want to get now at this point. I just want to get through to Hacker's Memory so I can play an updated game that's not the uh, like version one launch edition with no patch updates. Or DLC, right? DLC. DLC, which I have, but cannot download. In the chat, boys. All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week. So thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, Make sure you come join us here in Discord. Uh, We record every Thursday night, and you can join our Discord to catch it live. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. And me, your anime titties. Good night. <laughs>